Hello, welcome to episode three of the unofficial Sky Sports Fantasy Football Podcast. So just a review, this is not endorsed by Sky, but if they are happy to sponsor, then I will happily take it up on them. So uh, if you're new to this pod, this is a Sky Sports Fantasy Football game and it will be previewing the weekend's matches and also players to look out for and um also give you a little rundown on who's doing well, who's not doing well at the moment, and also any potential transfers you should make this weekend. So, um, basically, this week, I'm going to provide a little update of the top four positions again uh, for the season, but also I'm going to give you monthly on who's been the standout players of the month as well. Uh, so, yeah, so we've been good couple of weeks so far so let's go into it so last week uh game week seven i think it is i think it was um not it was a tough week for and uh massive point scoring um i got 73 points uh last week which in my league means that i was top of the league uh for the week which i'm happy about and closing the gap up on first place. So I'm now sitting third in my league and in all the other leagues with everyone in them, I am about 18,000 in it. So um, nowhere near top, but uh, little little chimps away is always good. And also we're coming up to the second international break of the season. So we're coming up to the point where fan- people that have started fantasy football that have done well might sort of tail off now. We've got another one to go through in November. So again, that's where people that have been playing the game sort of just tails off again. And then Christmas, there's so many games over Christmas, it's hard to keep up. So we'll find out who's in and who's out of fantasy football by about January, really. And that's when you see the real players turn up. So um, overall, so I was quite happy with the week uh, with 73. Uh, my top goal point scorer was Jane Vardy, uh, made him captain, thank goodness, doesn't help that he scored no goal though, so he didn't get as many points as he could have, but he did score two goals, so that was always a good good sign, happy that Ronaldo didn't score in a way, because there was a bit of a, a sort of humming and ahhing, was it the right decision to not have him as captain, and of course Mo Salah got a goal against Brentford, so um, he also uh, doubled my points for him as well. So most of my points came from um, Vardy and Salah, but that's the great thing about having three strikers play on one day, in a way, or two strikers play on one day. No, three. Three played on, on Saturday, sorry. I'm trying to think of the games from last week. So um, overall, just to give you a little bit of a heads up on who was the top point scorer last week, uh, it was a, a team called Everton Forever. Guess they support, uh, I don't know, maybe Everton. Uh, they got a top score of 137. So with my 74 last week, I can't be, or 73, sorry, I can't be too downhearted that um, I was only about uh, half the points off. So a very good week overall. Currently top of the league overall is a team called Enchanted Forest. And they're on top, uh, Enchanted Forest 78, sorry, is top of 721. I'm currently on 474 at the moment. So I am a few points off. But again, we're coming up to that point in the season where people might just tail off a little bit. So we'll see. We will see what happens over the next few weeks, especially after next week, international break. Um, there's no overhaul. There's no real 
anything you can really do to fancy football so you could just forget about it and then that's where people forget about doing their teams and then the whole cycle happens because if you do miss a week it can be quite hard to catch up you've just got to hope that everyone on your side has had a bad week and it hasn't affected your points total too much so that's how we did last week so going into this week so last week we'll go through who was the top point scorers so point scorers last week uh house from aston villa he scored um he scored 17 points also got a clean sheet um he's 6.1 million pounds if anyone wants to know that was his first game of the season so he has sc- top point scorer he done brilliantly well for the first game will he play this weekend i don't know alex says ab's back from um not being able to play last week um it'll be very hard for villa not to change a side i think uh, for, sorry, to change the side after doing so well against Man United last weekend. So I think House will probably play again, but don't put him in your side just yet. Yes, he is extremely cheap at 6.1, but don't put him in. And then you've got Martinez. Um, you've got 16 points, clean sheet and penalty save, even though he didn't save it, but technically it goes down as a penalty save. He's valued at 7.2, so if you want to have a look at him, he's a very good option to have, and also Villa are starting to play well. So maybe have a look at some Villa defenders. We'll go through some Villa defenders later on, maybe. Uh, next up, we've got Jamie Vardy. He scored 16. So if you had him as captain like I did, double trouble, double bubble, happy days. Uh, Jose Sarr from Wolves got 15 points. Now, the reason he got 15 points was not because he saved a penalty or anything. He actually got an assist to his name. So for the Jimenez goal, he was actually the assister for it. So, and he got a clean sheet. So with all that, it put him up to 15. So... Points, very good for him. And then in four, in uh, fifth place, Emil Smith-Rowe, he got 14 points as well from last week against Spurs with a goal to his name. So it wasn't as high as in points from last week, but you can see that there were some interesting players in there. Vardy, for me, was the top point, so I was quite happy about that. So let's go into this week. Let's have a look. We've got... Um, games this week are on Saturday morning, first or Saturday afternoon, first game is United versus Everton. Then you've got Wolves versus Newcastle at three o'clock. Leeds versus Watford. Chelsea versus Southampton. You've also got Burnley against Norwich and Brighton against Arsenal at five o'clock at 5.30. And then on Sunday, you've got three games all at the same time. So you've got West Ham, Brentford, Spurs, Villa, Palace Leicester, and then at four o'clock, you've got the big game, Liverpool against Manchester City. So you've got two choices of captains to pick from this week. Um, it's really tricky this week because of there are quite interesting games on the Saturday and on Sunday. So we'll go through what we can do. So let's go for the first game of the day. It is where your captains will be decided, potentially. It's the main United Everton game. It is... 12.30 kickoff. So, again, same as last week. Uh, team news is coming at half 11. So, again, you can pick and change your team till quarter past 12. Pick your captains. Make any transfers if you need to. Uh, again, problem with this game is you just don't know what Everton are going to line up with uh, because they've got a bit of injuries at the moment. And, again, with United, uh, their defence is a bit all over the place with the injuries. Maguire's out, so definitely take him out. I've just read that Solskjaer said they're going to make a decision on Luke Shaw tomorrow. Um, he was ill and he's got a bit of a shoulder problem. So don't know if he will play or not. 
But at the same time, Alex Tellez came off at the week uh, midweek with potential injury as well. So we'll see what happens. So just got to be wary of that. Um, so if Luke Shaw is out, then I might take him out as well on my side. It's a bit of a risk, but there is other players that I might look into um, on Saturday and uh, into the future. So we'll talk about them in a bit. Everton will still be about Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Uh, Jordan Pickford was back against Norwich last weekend, so that was uh, nice to have him back. Uh, Carmen is still out, but could be back on the side after the international break. He's uh, the second top point scorer in defence for Everton, so maybe someone to look out there. Um, there's also uh, Gomez is back. And also, Carlson could be back this weekend as well. I haven't seen any of the team news just yet, as I'm doing this before the team news has been decided. So I don't know what Rafa Benitez has said before the game. But they like say half 11 kickoff, uh, half 11 team news announced. So if Carlson's in and you've got him on your side, then make him, you can make him captain. If not, maybe put him in. Don't know. It's up to you. Personally, as a Man United fan, I would, wouldn't have any Everton players in my side anyway. But there we go. That's just me. Here's someone that's got Ronaldo, Pogba and Luke Shaw in his side. So my heart dominates my head sometimes in that aspect. So um, United are looking to bounce back from um, losing last week to Aston Villa. They got their last-minute victory against uh, Villarreal in Champions League last week. So that could give them some confidence going into this game. Everton got a good win against Norwich last weekend. So they bounced back from their loss against Everton. So it could be an interesting game this is. Um, United tend to do well against Everton at home at Old Trafford. But when it's the other way around, it's a bit harder So um, to the side. So I might stay away from a captain pick from this one, this game. There might be some favourable captains in the next games later on in the day. So in terms of captain picks this week, um, I would look at Lukaku um, for Chelsea against Southampton this weekend. Um, he hasn't scored in two games, but they have been against Man City and they have been against Liverpool. So I would say maybe definitely look at Lukaku. You'd think he'd probably get a goal against Southampton this weekend, even though Southampton do look good, but they haven't got a win to their game name yet. Um just there could be a re- it could he could be a really good option for a captain and potentially for me he might come in the side. The problem being is that knowing my luck, I take him out for like someone Ronaldo or Salah and they'll score this weekend. Um if I remember rightly, I'm just going to go onto the app itself and just have a little check on Liverpool's next games. Liverpool's next games are Watford, Man United, Burnley, uh, sorry, Brighton and West Ham. And United's next games are Leicester, Liverpool, Spurs, Man City. So, um, yeah, I might take Ronaldo out, actually, and um, put Lukaku in for this weekend. But I'm just going to wait to see what happens with Luke Shaw first before I make that decision. Um, the issue being for me tomorrow is um, I've got to work when the team news is out. So I might actually miss the deadline. So I might just have to take the hit and miss out on a captain change or might take the risk and do the change tonight and see what happens. No, I might like Ronaldo will score though tomorrow and that will really bug me. And Lukaku won't score. So that's the risk I've got to take tomorrow. So we'll see. Um, Southampton, 
you could put a defender in at the moment. They could get some tackle bonuses. They could get some passing bonuses. Um, looking at Chelsea's defence at the moment, that could be an interesting ploy. So if I'm going to take Shaw out, I might put Rudiger in. They're both valued at around about the same. Or I might put Alonso in. Alonso did come off at half-time against Juventus, though, so I'm not sure if he's going to be fit to play or not. So maybe it'll be Rudiger more than anyone. I know... Um, uh, Tuchel has just been talking about James and saying that he's not going to go to England this weekend or next week because um, he's training in the pool. So maybe he might be someone to slay away from a little bit. I'm just checking. There's nothing saying about Alonso and his injuries if he was injured. So, um, yeah, maybe have a look at that potentially. But you'd, I think that Southampton won't get a goal against Chelsea this weekend. Um, and Chelsea will keep a nice, strong defence and keep a clean sheet. So having Rudiger in, you're sort of looking at a seven-pointer there anyway off the bat. So, um, And then Lukaku, if he's captain, might get a couple of goals, might even get an assist. He could be top point scorer going into the international break this weekend. So maybe he's someone to look out for. Next game is Wolves against Newcastle. Interesting, very interesting. Um, so Raul scored last week. Jimenez got his back into winning goal-scoring form. Um, and also they got the lovely win against Southampton. So um, he could be an option to put in your side. He's very, very cheap. Um, he He's valued at £9 million. So for a top, one of the top strikers in the Premiership, which is being regarded, he could be an interesting point to put in. Um, he doesn't get much points, so that's the problem. He's not a prolific goal scorer. He was a couple of years ago. Yes, right, he got injured last year, but going into the injury, he wasn't scoring the points that you would want from a striker and also going to get you the points that you want to push yourself up yourself the table or anything like that. So maybe just keep an eye on him. Um, a player that's really playing well at the moment is Alison Maximum. Fantastic at the moment. He's playing really well. He's been nominated for Player of the Month. Um, he's in the top three players of midfield as well. Um, if you're going to put him in, put him as captain. He's valued at 7.9 million. He scored 41 points. You can't deny that. He will play tomorrow. And probably against a wall side that is maybe slightly defensively lacking. Um he could be a fantastic option to have in your side and might get an assist and might even get a goal tomorrow. So he is definitely someone to look out tomorrow with and maybe as a captain, potentially. So have a look at him tomorrow. Next up, got Brighton against Arsenal to look out for. Um, Arsenal have been playing well the last couple of weeks. They've got a few... They've got a couple of, they've got three wins from the international break. Uh, Aubameyang is scoring goals. Um... He's valued at 10.3, so he's quite expensive. He's, I think he's slightly less than Vardy, but Vardy's sort of scored more goals and done more. So I would probably go with more Vardy. Uh, Aubameyang has scored 23 points at the moment. He did miss the first game of the season as well. Um, there will be a hostile atmosphere at the Amex, so it will be very hard. It will be a draw, I think, tomorrow. Maybe Arsenal might get a 2-1 win. Potentially, Smith Rowe, as we said at the start, was a fifth point top point scorer last week. He's valued at seven point five million. He's got twenty three points. 
maybe someone to look out for to put in your side if you want. Um, if you're struggling for a goalkeeper, and Aaron Ramsdale is someone to look out for. Um, he's he's probably Arsenal's number one now. He's played uh, three games and he's scored 27 points. So if he did play in the first three games and he carried these points over to the first three games, he would be top. But the first three games were Brentford, Chelsea, Man City. So I don't think he was going to get a couple of clean sheets to a name or anything like that. But he would be in the top three to four goalkeepers in fantasy football at the moment. So he was definitely worth a look at. Maybe at 7.3, slightly too expensive. So maybe just take keep an eye on him and see how he gets on. He could be that keeper that you put in and not only other, not many people have him in. And that always puts you ahead of other people because you will go for players that not other, not other form players against you have got. So to make yourself different and also people consider, oh, I didn't know you can get points from him or I didn't know realise how well he was doing. So definitely have a look at that. In terms of Brighton, Neil Morpé is going to, um, he's playing really well. He scored two goals in the last two games. He loves Arsenal, playing against Arsenal. Uh, not necessarily for the goal-scoring reasons, but he just seems to like put himself about against Arsenal. Um, he is definitely worth a look at. He's 8.1 million, so really cheap for a striker. Um, started the season well last year, um, and he showed glimpses of playing well this year already. So maybe he could be someone to keep an eye on. Um, he just needs to keep his feet on the ground because I know last year his his ego got a better of him, if I remember rightly. And he got taken out the side against Spurs, I think it was, near the start of the season, near the start of the season, um, because I think he scored against Man United or Arsenal, one of the two. And I think Graham Potter didn't like his attitude around training, so he took him out of the side and sort of bring his feet back down to ground. So that hopefully is going to be the case this week. And he's become more of a grounded player and he's going to maybe do well tomorrow night against Arsenal. So we'll definitely have a look. So have a look at him. But for captains on Saturday, definitely look at maybe Ronaldo and Lukaku. It's definitely a definite, um, a striker's choice there. Um, in terms of the other games, in terms of strikers, it's difficult. Leeds, Watford, Saar has played really well so far. He is the top midfield scorer. And Leeds are not scored yet, but Leeds are the same amount of time before they will win. Um, for me, I've got Rafinha in, so I'm going to keep him. He's played really well. Um, he's been scoring points. So hopefully he'll do well for me on Saturday. I'm just not buying into the Saar hype train yet. I feel that he's just going to drop after one of the international breaks in the next couple of weeks, over the next month or so. So I'm just not... I think he's going to drop in the points as well and drop in the totals of where he's going to be. He's had a really good month, um, as I'll talk to you about later, but at the moment, I'm just going to stay away from it at the moment. So moving on to Sunday's game. So um, loads to pick from on this week. Uh, Tony for Brentford against West Ham could be a nice little option. Antonio is an option. Ben Rama is a fantastic option for these three, these two, this game itself. So I don't know where you want, if you want to put a captain in there or put a player of West Ham in there. Um, he scored five again. He scored five points against Liverpool at the moment. He's seven point nine million. I had him at the start of the season, but I took him out because he hadn't scored, and then. Slightly regretting it, but at the same time, as I've got Vardy, Salah and Ronaldo in, I haven't regretted it yet. 
Um, he's definitely worth. He's going to play every week. He will get. He's at the moment averaging out about four to five points a game. So he is definitely one of these players to look out for in the fancy football. Um, he will just keep racking points up. So, and then he will get a goal. So you probably will see him get up to nines to ten points. Probably every other to every three to four games he'll do that, which is really good for fancy football. And maybe have a look. And so he's so cheap, it'll save you up some money to get some higher quality midfielders, maybe high quality defender, even a high quality goalkeeper. So he's definitely an option for balance of the side. Uh, my captain on Sunday will be Jamie Vardy, of course, because they're playing Palace. And if everyone remembers his celebration against Palace a couple of years ago, I can see him doing that again. That would be absolutely lovely. Thank you very much. Um, Palace are playing really well. Um, unlucky to draw against Brighton in the last minute. Zaha's looking good. Scored a nice penalty. Again, scoring points. So definitely look at Conor Gallagher is racking up points for fancy football. So definitely have a look at him and maybe consider putting him in. Like I said, last couple of weeks, he will be considered for my side this week um, as a transfer going into the international break, maybe. Like I said, I wanted to use just one transfer up a week as I've got 33 transfers left for the season. So I just want to be a little bit careful that I'm not going to just make transfers for the sake of transfers. And looking at my midfield with Tielemans, Pogba, um, Rafinha and Kovacic at the moment I feel quite comfortable with that so I'm going to keep to that because Tielemans scored uh, 7 points last week, Pogba didn't, has only scored 4 points in the last 2 games but you feel against Everton or even Leicester he might just show himself a little bit and play and have a little bit of a swagger to himself and maybe get a couple of assists in them games so and taking out a striker just wouldn't seem necessary be the right thing to do um, you've got Spurs versus Villa this weekend. Again, you could put a Villa player in. I don't necessarily think it's going to be Wings or Ings or Watkins that will get you the goals and get you the points. But definitely look at the defensive for Villa because they're very, very tight defensively. And they're playing well. So it could be a little bit of an upset again at the, um, at the weekend because it seems like Villa have got a nice little balance of... Um, good players in their side and definitely someone to look out for going into Christmas, maybe looking at some Villa players, potentially putting them aside. Terzabi is definitely someone that I want to put in, but at the moment with House being top point scorer last week, scoring a goal and keeping a clean sheet against Man United and their strikers that they've got, it's very difficult to not put Terzabi in at the moment, but he is definitely someone I will consider putting in. Um, Liverpool against Man City. Now, these games are interesting because you would most people tend to go for them games, go, yeah, I'm going to put Salah in or I'm going to put Grealish as captain or one of these players as a captain. They don't tend to be really point, big point-scoring games in terms of fantasy football, so I usually stay away from these games. Um, it could be a high-scoring game. It could be a really tight game. It's... Uh, it's really difficult to to know, um, but I'm just going to stay away and watch that game and have Salah in there still, but at the same time, I'm going to admire it from afar and not have a fancy football head on there, potentially. If Salah scores, then it'd be wonderful, but I'm, like I say, I'm going to have Vardy as my captain on Sunday. Um, someone to look out for at the moment with defenders for Man City. Um, Man City are going under the radar in terms of defence at the moment, so... Um, they're in terms of point scoring, three players have scored 52 points already 
Um, and the best value of them is uh, Cancelo at 9.5. The poor is 9.1. Um, and he's only missed two games this season, so he could have had a lot more points if he played the other two games. Um, will he play when Stones is fit? It's difficult to tell. Um, and also Kyle Walker. Um, he has scored seven points in his last three games. So he's definitely someone to consider after the international break as they have Burnley, Brighton and Palace in the next three games. So there might be a swap there in terms of my defence as well. So I might just hold off the Shaw transfer and then go Kyle Walker the week after um, when the games are back up and running again. So that brings around to the fixtures this weekend. Um, so I hope that's helped and I hope you um, have any ideas on what you want to do. So we're going to go through top point scorers so far. We're back to Edison, um, 47, Allison 44, and Mendy of Chelsea on 39. Defenders, um, Alonso, again, he's got 52. Not sure if he's going to play this week. Who knows? Cancelo of Man City is 52. Diaz, 52, and Laporte, 45. Uh, someone to look out for is Rudiger on 44. So I think he'll come into the top three as of the weekend. Midfield, you've got Saar on 48. Again, I'm going to hold off. Uh, Alex, Alex Maximan, 41. And Ben Rama on 40. So maybe have a look at Ben Rama. Um, playing well, going under the radar in terms of point scorers. So he's definitely someone to put in. Pogba and Bruno dropped down out of the top three from last weekend. Conor Gallagher and Kovacic are both on 40, uh, 39 after uh, after last week, considering both are getting tackling bonus and passing bonuses. So again, they could pump up to the top three in the, after the international break. So definitely someone to consider. No, my luck, Kovacic ain't going to play tomorrow. And uh, Conor Gallagher ain't going to play on Sunday, but who knows. And then strikers, uh, Mo Salah, he's 64 points. He is the top point scorer so far in the whole of fantasy football. So he's someone definitely you're having aside. Antonio on 54, scoring against Leeds after his red card the week before. And then Vardy, he's uh, third with 51 points, so he's made me happy with that. Just have a look at Gabriel Jesus and Tony. Our fourth and fifth, Jesus with 42 points, and Tony with 38. So definitely someone to have a little look out for. So like I said at the start of the pod, I'm uh, talking about the top three players of um, the month so far. So I'll be very quick with this. So as I've sold, said some of the players already, uh, Mo Salah scored 33 points this month. Uh, Saar has scored 32. And Kinsella has scored 31 points. So there's someone, these are three players maybe to consider. I would maybe consider two out of the three. Like I say, I'm just not feeling sour at the moment in terms of points but there's always a player that does well but I always remember the Pookie situation a couple of years back when he was scoring goals and getting loads of points and literally almost every single person had him in his fancy football and then as soon as everyone did that he didn't score and didn't do anything so and he was dirt cheap so the problem was is that they put him in and he was really cheap and then built the team with expensive players and then they couldn't take him out so there's the problem. You've got to have a nice balanced side to so make sure it's always balanced. Now, normally I go through the team that I would have this week going into the weekend. So it's not much change from last week. I took um, a player out. I took Torres out last week and I put Kovacic in. So my side is from this week, uh, David Rea, Luke Shaw with potential transfer, 
Um, Matip didn't do well at all against Brentford. Conceding three didn't help. Uh, Kinnaman, having him as captain, helped as well. Scored some lovely clean sheet bonus points for me. And doubled up, so he got me 14 points. Uh, Tielemans, um, uh, again, got an assist. Happy days. Pogba didn't do well. Rafinha, Kovacic, new on my side. And then I've got Ronaldo, Salah and Vardy up top. I need to do my captains up as I'm doing this. So I haven't done my captains yet. So that's what I'm going to do this weekend. I'm going to have... Um, I'm probably going to make Ronaldo captain and Vardy as well. So that's my weekend. Actually, I might take Ronaldo out. I'll see. I'll see. Might even be Cavani start tomorrow. Um, now, I said a few weeks back um, what you would do if you put the top um, players in fantasy football into a side and how much money would you get left over. So um, I'd done that yesterday. So in terms of the formation, you're working at 4-3-3 as a formation. So we've got Edison in the goal. I've got Alonso, Cancelo, Laporte and Diaz in defence. I've got Sam Maximan, Ben Rama and Saar in midfield and Vardy, Salah and Antonio in up front. So all together, that cost me um, 99, uh, £99.1 million pounds. Uh, 99.9 million pounds so i had 0.1 million pounds left over so in theory if i had all them players i'd be very high up in the league at the moment so I'm gonna, i've made a team i'm going to keep that team and i'm going to change it every now and then once there's um changes in the top uh players in the top positions and see what happens in that so i'd be interested to see what points i can get from that one compared to my actual one that i care about so we'll see how that goes but if you want to give it a go, if you've not joined up Fancy Football, by all means, join up again. Um, if there's anything you want me to talk about, I have set up an email. So it is um, the sssffpod at gmail.com. So if you want to email me and any tips or any suggestions you want me to talk about, then I'll talk about it after the international break so we can dis- so I can discuss it then. Okay, I hope you have a lovely time. Enjoy the weekend and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you soon. Bye.